Hello and welcome to another episode of My Rundle Biz Podcast here in Great Severna Park, Maryland. I'm Grayson Orfe. And I'm Steve Adams, uh, Marketing and Outreach Manager with AAEDC and uh, a big fan of brunch, so I'm very pleased to inform you that April this month happens to be National Brunch Month and also pleased to inform you uh, that we are reporting from The Breakfast Shop, one of the best places for brunch in Anne Arundel County. And uh, lastly, pleased to introduce you to today's guest, Jeff Fitchett, the owner of the restaurant. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So just to kick things off, um, if you could tell us, you know, how you came to own the business and, uh, you know, what, what uh, makes you a pro in the restaurant industry. I, I guess being a pro starts with washing pots because that's how I got my start. It's a good start. So good I, start. The day I was eligible to work, uh, I got my work permit and started scrubbing pots. Wow. And uh, How old were you then? 15 years old. Okay. Jeez. I think it was $3 and change an hour, <laughs> so we've, we've come a long way. But wow. I, I've been in the industry as an employee and, and now an owner, but all my life with a, a step out here or there working for uh, county government, not this county, but I realized real quick that a desk job was not for me and that I, I needed to be active and keep keeping on my feet all day long. So awesome. here, here we are many, many decades later. So yeah. um, my, my wife owned, uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law owned uh, uh, restaurants in the islands, in the Virgin Islands. So oh, wow. they That's relocated cool. up here for the girls to go to college. Okay. And um, I was dating at the time and tragically my father-in-law uh, suffered a heart attack, and oh, he, wow. he owned the, the breakfast shop at the time. And oh, okay. Having always been in the industry and having an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial bug, I jumped right in and uh, uh, kind of branded the restaurant, brought it out of the early 80s. Wow. <laughs> uh, back in those days, if you had a smile, hot cup of coffee, and uh, good personality, you could put some chairs in and then you could call the business, but a lot has yep. changed over time. Yeah. And, and I started to recognize that, hey, consumers are looking for a bit more. So that's how we built the business around that notion, around branding and around that new food concepts that were yeah. coming along at the time. And this this is coming on all at the same time that the internet was coming yeah. on. So okay. consumers yeah. are becoming more wise and, and probably more savvy about the, food the big the big influx of uh, food TV all over the place. And absolutely, yeah. like back in the let's say mid to late 90s a portobello mushroom was the, the newest craze right. going right. So. Yep. <laughs> we've come a long way so. yeah very cool so that so you're definitely a family owned and operated business then if you're uh, the family yeah. has built the business from the ground up um, at this point in time I'm the only owner yeah we my mother-in-law still does uh, book work for us but um, everyone is happily in the position that they're in my sister-in-law is the general manager and oh, she, nice. she's here today behind us very cool very cool so speaking of everything that's behind you um, and marketing and the decor uh, I noticed the bricks on the walls and was with names on them and was wondering if you could tell us a little about that yeah, this is our second location so in uh, 2009 we moved to this location we were down the road about a mile in a smaller restaurant we, we knew okay. we needed to grow to accommodate a bigger size, uh, else we were going to have to throw the towel in because that little space was not allowing us to work in it a, a, right. anymore. But uh, what we wanted to do is pay some tribute to uh, some of the longtime customers that have been here for, for all the years, and uh, we offered them to put their name on a brick so they can they could be like one of the founding members of the of the new improved breakfast shop. So 
Very uh, cool. We offer those to individuals as, as well as businesses. And um, uh, just like a vanity plate, if you want to yeah. be part of yeah. Breakfast Shop history, yeah. you can come, out, yeah. come on in and uh, choose your brick. Very cool. It's a neat feature. Thank That's you. Awesome. And the thing about it is, is that like, even when you come here, um, one is very welcoming. You know, a lot of a lot of restaurants. You you guys have that over a lot of restaurants. Um, once once we came in, it was like just the way that I saw kind of everybody moving, everybody at one time. It just made me feel like okay, like this is a this is a place that gets stuff done. Yeah, right? it's hopping. Right. I guess in some respects, it's it's good to have less than thirty employees. You can keep tabs on them, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it. it Everyone sees everyone working as hard as the next person. So, what you don't want to walk into a business with someone on the phone or up against exactly. the wall or, or right. doing their quote side work in a restaurant business. The, right. the guest wants to feel welcome and, and, and see that there's action going on. And that's what's really made us successful all the years. The community has been very supportive and uh, uh, the people come to where the action is. So, we're, we're happy they're here. Yeah, we, which, which is awesome. And, and it really does just kind of lend what you were saying it lends to you guys being so successful because you guys are very popular. Like I was telling people, I was like, they were like, who's your next uh, guest? I was like, it was the breakfast shop. Everybody's like, oh, ask them about the pancakes. Ask them about, <laughs> ask them about this, ask them about that. So what I wanted to know was this, um, having a business, especially a restaurant, especially in this day and age, right? You have, there are so many things that can come against you, especially in starting it up. What were some of the challenges and what were some of the um, issues that you might have faced, you know, starting up the restaurant, starting up your business? And um, the second part of that is how did you overcome them and what, did, what lessons did you learn from them? Yeah, I guess the restaurant business is probably one of the toughest business out there. Yeah. So uh, because of the untimely death of my father-in-law, I was kind of thrust into it. But yeah. like I said, I had an entrepreneurial bug and uh, a lot of energy at 23 years old. So I, oh, I knew wow. I could invest yeah. infinite amount of time mm-hmm. for a return, yeah. return that would come later. It's later. a really early age, not to interrupt, <laughs> yeah. but man, yeah. that's, I, I could not have... Uh, Inherited a business at 23 for sure. Well, I didn't yeah. know I was sacrificing at the time, but I had uh, a longer-term plan, realizing, hey, if mm-hmm. I put the work in now, the, the, the reward will come later. Right. Um, so that was a sacrifice, just yeah. in, in all the time that it took. Fortunately, it's a breakfast restaurant, so you do get to go home and be with your family mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So that right. really worked well for us. Um, just learning what does the customer want. You have to distinguish yourself from everybody else out there. And I, I recognized in the early days that the breakfast shop kind of came to be a place to be seen and to be there and be seen. So mm-hmm. I was queuing into how, how can I appeal to that? How can I, how can I offer, as we're discussing with the internet and new foods yeah. coming about, how can I offer new cuisine? So what I actually did is I put premium products on the menu. Yes, we raised the prices and it was well received. And it seemed like we grow more and more popular as we introduce interesting dishes. Now I do have a history from living throughout Europe and South America growing up as a kid. Wow. So I kind of brought those ideas and flavors into the whole mix. Yeah. Like I said, it was well received by the community. Yeah, so it makes you guys stand apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So then I guess, if you know for viewers out there um, and listeners whether it's wanting to potentially become a restaurant owner or you know an owner of any other type of business 
What are some lessons in terms of, you know, what to look for in a good employee, what to think about, you know, especially to your point, if you're going to bring a new menu item on or, you know, a new product offering, um, what are some some top snippets of advice, I guess? Well, for any business, and especially in, in the restaurant business, and I'm learning, I'm drawing on all I've ever learned from other people, and mm -hmm. one thing stands out in mind is you always have to have your unique, unique selling proposition. To, yep, to USP, yep. Mm -hmm. So it's always been, point number one is how can we distinguish ourselves from the competition out there? And to your point about hospitality and comfort yeah. and feel when you walk in the yeah. door, Mm -hmm. So you, you need to understand and be focused on exactly what it is that you're offering. And you also can't tiptoe in. It can't be a hobby. You've got to know where you're going and dive straight in. Uh, be fully aware of what that commitment is going, going yep. to be. Uh, and with that, you, you kind of, maybe it's you're getting ahead of yourself, but you really need to know, hey, it took all this energy to get into the business. At some point, I need to know what is the exit for me. And mm -hmm. all, all too often, people get into business and, you, and especially in this business, you could be drowning and and not even know how, how it is that you're going to look at the exit. And we all do it with our 401ks and yep. our pensions that you know, different jobs offer, but as an independent operator of a restaurant, you've got to figure that out for yourself. So yeah. uh, working with your accountant, working with uh, savings, uh, working with what your family wants, right. uh, you, you, you know your exit. Uh, at some point in the game, you've got to figure out what your exit is going to be. Um, another way to distinguish yourself from everyone else out there or to, or to help grow your own business is to know how does that how does your competition attract their own customers. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. If you're learning from how they're attracting their customers, you can learn how to have the edge against them or stay one step ahead or yep. if, hey, maybe there's some holes I need to plug myself. So right. It's a good way to look at uh, uh, staying on the cutting edge there. Yeah. And then lastly, Michael Gerber wrote a book, um, and I forgot the title at the moment, but his main point was that you need to be able to work on your business and not in your business. Now I'm here today, yeah, yeah. but you may see behind me that everybody's going about their business yeah. and you have to create that. And a good analogy is if you're really good at turning a wrench, that's good. Stick to your sink at home because if you turn the wrench operating a, a plumbing company, you're probably letting the bookwork go. Yeah. So, someone yep. may not be uh, behaving the way you want to. Maybe the guest interaction with the homeowner isn't the way that it should right. be. So you kind of have to manage, manage all the parts and, right. and not be stuck doing one part yourself. Now, I do love to cook, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just that people do it better than me these days. Yeah. That goes to, to your uh, second point there of knowing your competition and, you know, your business plan, um, which I didn't tell you this before, but we have our third inclusive ventures program cohort going on. And that's kind of very early stage business owners. Um, and one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is knowing your numbers. And then, as you said, kind of knowing where you are in the marketplace. Um, it, and that's everything from, you know, not selling the cheapest stuff and not, you know, knowing where where you fit, basically. Yep, you were asking, you were asking about how do we attract quality employees, and I've, I've never been one to discount. We don't offer a discount. We don't mm -hmm. have coupons. What we do have is a rewards program, as many businesses have. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to uh, promote from within and give yep. you an opportunity to come in, get rewarded, have uh, your fifth, sixth meal free, or you earn awesome. points on an accrual basis. Or in some instances, we might just go ahead and give you a cup or Very a complimentary 
uh, logoed wall clock and just things that yeah. are oh, making cool. us stand out from the competition. Yeah. Um, giving something to someone that they didn't ever expect to happen. Right. Is one way we've been able to grow the business and support the community. That's neat. Very cool. That is so awesome. So you have your own business. The business is booming. Everything's going on. It must be very... There, there's it's rewarding but i know that is also stressful right so we have a segment that's going to take away from all of your stress yep. de-stress segment okay, okay. all right, right. I'm, I'm listening <laughs> your top five places okay in anne arundel county to eat shop or just even have just an entertaining time well, being an independent, they're not going to be chains, at least I don't think so, unless they're, unless they're expanding rapidly, but uh, uh, I do like the C market okay. uh, right here as Route 2 and Route 10 converge. Uh, they have uh, true, Amer true Maryland crabs, so nice. I've been there a number of times, and uh, you can check them out on Facebook and uh, get the crabs of the day, so I'm, uh, oh, wow. uh, it's one of my regular stops in the summertime. Before Very heading cool. across the bridge yeah. <laughs> to my parents' place. Okay. Uh, the wingman, I've noticed, has a new operation going on. He has a food truck, huh. and he's down here on uh, uh, the northbound side of Ritchie Highway, awesome. uh, just north of the college. And I'm a big proponent of people, as, as I started very young, getting out and uh, 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 expanding their entrepreneurial wings. Yep. So um, good stuff there. Yeah. Um, Clement Hardware. And all I these people are customers of ours also. But... Right. Uh, um, for many years, hopping right over there to buy a need for the business and getting to know uh, Gordon over at Clement Hardware. So nice. happy to patronize his business as he does ours. Yep. Uh, Goska's Liquors has been in oh, town yeah. for a real long time. Yeah. And uh, that's on my way out. So uh, okay. <laughs> conveniently yeah, located they there. Had, they had. I just remember seeing on social they had a notable anniversary because they've been around yeah. so long. I don't and really nice guys. You were mentioning yeah. how how you greeted coming in a business right you know right away if you want to patronize that business or not right and also customer of ours and they've been coming for decades uh Severna park auto okay and we've had our vehicles serviced over there business vehicles personal vehicles and are happy to happy patronize their business nice it really is about community it's kind of like i go to your business you yep. come to my business and in that um, atmosphere in that in that whole thing is you just grow yeah. and it's just you know it's so awesome and and that's the one thing that I really admire about Anne Arundel County is because all the small businesses all come together and it's just it's great it's great I wanted to say one of the biggest keys to opening a business is to always turn that sign to open you've got to do it a number of times over and over and over again year after year after year and yeah. and i discussed with my managers that sometimes we open to fail and don't get me wrong i want to explain what that is is that you look for the failures of the day so you can find a way to uh, get past them or correct them yeah. right away yeah I mean, hopefully everything's going good but you don't want to ever take anything for granted so right do everything right and hopefully you're gonna have smooth sailing for the day but really you need to be looking for the failures because we're all gonna have them and we need to figure out how to put those fires out fast. Yeah, yeah, and and learn from all your failure, your hopefully low number of failures, but yeah. use them as learning opportunities. That and, makes a lot and of And the sense. community has been supportive of, of the whole initiative here. It's nothing. I mean, you, you mentioned the pancakes, how delicious they are, and yeah, we have yep. our secret recipe, but we, we just try to do the right thing every day. Yeah. And the community rewards us. There's no magic formula other than opening a sign to open every single day, doing right. the right thing, and then letting the community 
build the business for us. Right, right. Well, a natural segue there, speaking of pancakes, is I'd like to know your top five menu items, whether they're, you know, had them since day one or short-term specials like the massive pancakes we have all seen on your Food Network segment. Um, I'd like to know those five. And then a follow-up is your five favorite memories um, about the breakfast shop throughout your time of owning it. Okay. Well, I'd have to start with the backpacker's pie, which is your your kitchen sink type. Other people describe it as a kitchen sink type. Yep. It's a scrambler with uh, 12 ingredients in there. Wow. And if you get two sizes, I made, I made a smaller one called the knapsacker pie because what people were telling me is they'd come to the breakfast shop for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, right. it, and it gets better like lasagna as it says. So yeah. Definitely the backpacker's pie. Yep. The second one that immediately comes to mind is the, the Benny's Bonanza. Yep. And basically this is one of everything. It's the best bre- deal on breakfast in the United States. It has to be. I'd let, we'll, you get a quarter we'll, waffle, we'll a piece that of in the write up. We will yes. put quotes just like the best coffee in New York City that yeah. uh, yep, we will that we'll is brand a, it. That is a big draw for people. You kind of get one of everything. So if you want to nice. taste our little secret recipe on everything, get the, the Benny's Bonanza. And being a, a seafood lover, and it says right on the menu, chef owner's favorite is yeah. our shrimp and avocado omelet. Ooh. A little lime juice, cilantro, Ooh. so you can't go wrong with that one. Very nice. Uh, and I lived in Italy for a while, so I did name wow. a, a, a sandwich. It's called a sidekick sandwich, and that's the Via Mia, and that has a little bit of uh, fresh basil and roasted tomatoes. Nice. And it comes on a, a ciabatta roll, and you get a choice of uh, a side. Of course, our breakfast house potatoes are some of the best. But you can also get applesauce, grits, or oatmeal nice. to go with. We wanted to stay away from your typical breakfast sandwiches because we want you to come in and stay and feel comfortable eating. And yep. not really a to-go business. So right. We're right. more of a dine-in restaurant. Right. Am I leaving one out? <laughs> you got room for one more uh, one, if you want. Okay, but. so you're talking about pancakes. Of course, uh, our fall harvest pancakes. Yep. Uh, way before... The uh, PSL pumpkin spice latte, and yep. uh, this is the original pumpkin spice right here in okay. Severna Park. We created fall harvest pancakes. It just made sense. Yeah. yeah. So you use uh, pump, real pumpkin, put it in the pancake mix, find the right balance of seasoning, and we've been serving that for probably 20 years. That's awesome. And uh, we're we were so popular with that that it did attract the Food Network to come right. out, and they challenged us to make a. Uh, a really big the monster <laughs> yep which is not available yeah, right. <laughs> but come in in the fall and get your entree portion of the fall yeah. harvest pancakes if the you, original pumpkin if you come in and you know offer uh pay you a couple hundred bucks for a special order you might you might do it after hours okay we can, we can do okay. it today yeah. if you want. we'll be back <laughs> so grace and i'll be back next fall okay we'll, we'll be back cool. so so that that was great but now, b- before we sign off, I want to know, um, in, the, in the age of computers, electronics, and social media, where can people find, um, just follow you guys, support you guys um, online and through your social media handles? Yeah, probably the, the best location for the most information is going to be on The Breakfast Shop, and that's T-H-E, the word breakfast, S-H-O-P-P-E, dot com. And we delve into a little bit with uh, The Breakfast Shop at... Uh, on Facebook and Breakfast Shop on Twitter. One thing on that note about digital uh, media and communications is I personally am not so into it as a lot of other people, but mm-hmm. this business started in 1998. So yeah. we, we have uh, roots before any of that. And I right. think 
you'll notice there's no TVs in the background playing news or anything else. Is yeah. That, is that, hey, the world offers digital everywhere something here something there yeah. and I think in sort of the classic way people do come here to take a step back from that yeah so we, we are yeah. on the socials uh, yeah. we like to see you in person <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome and uh, just to close uh, speaking of social channels and everything to remind everyone out there um, that you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts on our social platforms so that's uh, Maya Rundle Biz on Instagram and then just search Anne Rundle Economic Development on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and finally LinkedIn. Um, so thanks very much for joining us today, Jeff. And uh, we're uh, probably going to get some food now so all of you out there can be jealous. 